Hello all, my name is Crystal and I would like to welcome you to Surrender Hearts Podcast. As stated in the description, my design for the podcast is to encourage and uplift people with the Word of God, applying practical biblical teachings so that we can attach them to our everyday lives. I encourage all who listen to listen with an open heart and a surrendered heart ready to receive from God. So welcome again and let's go on this journey to better ourselves and better each other through the Word of God. Hello all, welcome to the first segment of Surrender Hearts podcast. I am so excited to be doing this. As um, described in my description, I encourage you all who listen to listen with an open heart, a surrendered heart, ready to receive what God has for us on today. And the topic that I'm going to be speaking on today is love. But before I get started, I'm going to start off every one of my segments with a uh, worship song or worship music so that we can usher the Holy Spirit in, usher God's presence in. I think it's very important to usher his presence in, to be in his presence, actually. In his presence, we, we have freedom, we have liberty. So I want to start off this podcast just ushering the Holy Spirit in. It's just just setting the atmosphere for God to move, for us to be able to receive what he will have for us to receive on today. So I'll just start with a quick worship song. And I encourage you all just to open your hearts and open your minds to receive from God on today. Just let go of all distractions Any distractions that may be around you, let them go so that you can receive what God has for you on today. So here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you are my God. You're altogether lovely. And all together worthy, you're all together wonderful, so wonderful to me. And I'll never know how much it cost to see my sins upon that cross. I'll never know how much it cost to see my sins upon that cross. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say, that you are my God. You're all together lovely and all together worthy. You're all together wonderful, so wonderful to me. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace for your mercy, your unconditional love. Father, we invite you into our lives. We invite you into our hearts. God, we invite you into our atmosphere so that you may dwell, so that we can hear a word from you on today. We surrender, God. Surrender to your will. Surrender to your plan. Surrender to your purpose for our lives. And we thank you, God. We thank you 
that you dwell within us, God. We thank you that you want to be in our presence, God. And we thank you for your unconditional love. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. So let's dive right in. Like I said before, the topic that I'm going to be speaking on is love. And in my opinion, the only way we are going to be able to handle this world and everything that this world brings is if we operate in love and if we operate in God's love. Now, the world's love is two things. It's very selfish. Selfish because it only caters to one's desire and it's very afraid. Afraid because it doesn't want to be shared because of the notion that if I give it all away, I won't have enough for me. If I show it, it makes me seem weak and vulnerable. And the biggest one is if is I'm afraid of what will happen if I give it away and I'm rejected. Now, all of us have experienced, if not all, one of those emotions. But that's not the way God wants us to experience or even handle love. There are many scriptural examples of how we are to experience and give love. And it's two very important things that has been given to us that connects us to God's love blueprint. We have to understand that the way God's love is, the way God loves is supernatural. And our natural minds can't begin to understand the intricacies of his love. And we see that so clearly through the actions of Jesus Christ. The way Jesus laid down his life for our sins and the manner in which he laid down his life is absolutely amazing and mind-boggling. Jesus wasn't crucified because of some life-altering crime he committed. He was crucified because of man's insecurities, man's anger, and man's fear. Nonetheless, he willingly did it because of the unconditional selfless love he has for us. Now that alone, that alone should be enough. That beautiful selfless act alone should be enough proof to for us to realize how much God really loves us. He sent his son to die for our sins and watch the very people he sent Jesus to save maliciously crucify him. God could have been like, that's absolutely enough. Like I said, they have enough proof. I have my son back. But no, not our heavenly father. He knew we needed more. Which leads me to explaining one of the most, one of one of the important things we need in order to understand God's love. Well, God's love blueprint, which is the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in John fourteen twenty six. However, the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything. He will remind you of everything that I have ever told you. The Holy Spirit is our Comforter, our Counselor our advocate, our guide, our intercessor, and he is our sustainer. We are saved by the Father through the work of the Son, and that salvation is sustained by the Holy Spirit. We absolutely need the Holy Spirit to keep us connected to the love of God and keep us connected so that we can understand God's love blueprint. The other thing that we have been given to connect us to God's love is faith. We all have been given a seed of faith, but it's up to us to continue to water it. And again, we don't have to do it alone because we have the Holy Spirit. Now, isn't it amazing that not only did God provide us with the Holy Spirit, he gave each of us a measure of faith to build our foundation on. We don't have to start from scratch. 
He has given us the blueprint and also the tools needed to build upon and sustain that blueprint. Now, when we tap into God's love, I mean, really allow it to permeate within us. We will see that God's love is empowering. No matter how much you give it away, you never feel empty. And because it's so amazing, you can't help but spread it boldly without fear or reservation. There is absolutely no fear in God's love. There is freedom, total and absolute freedom in God's love. Unfortunately, the dominant view of love we see is not the love God designed for us. And because of that, we have been truly misguided. And many of us base our entire lives on the very foundation of this demonic, misguided, false love. And we see that every day. We see that in the television shows. We see that on our social media outlets. All of our lives are based on this misguided aspect of what love is. But what God's love does to us, our natural minds can't comprehend. That's why when we see people operating in genuine love, we automatically try to rationalize it. We try to figure out how this person can openly and freely say, I love you without some hidden agenda. And it's actually a battle between the flesh and the Holy Spirit within us. We are trying to rationalize a supernatural love with a natural mind. And we rationalize it so much that fear begins to set in and then we reject it. When we don't allow God's love to saturate us, to heal us, we will never be able to receive love because we will continually view love through the lens of our own insecurities and brokenness. We will question how can they love me? Don't they, don't they see my imperfections? I'm broken. We will continue to view people with those with the blinders of that insecurity. We will continue to see people through all that that filth over our eyes, all of that doubt over our eyes, over that fear over our eyes. We won't be able to see the truth and love because we're blinded by all of that stuff. And then we'll assume that they're playing some type of games. So not alone are we blinded by our own insecurities. We're blinded by our own fear and doubt. And then we're blinded with the fact that we think that they're playing some type of game. If we don't allow God to heal us with his love, we will continue to be on this hamster hamster wheel of dysfunctional love. I'm going to say that again. If we don't allow God to heal us with his love, we will continue to be on this hamster wheel of dysfunctional love. Now, many of us are quick to say that we love God. If you ask that question, do you love God? I guarantee everybody say, yes, I love God. But how many can say that they actually have allowed God to love them? How many can say that they've been emotionally naked before God, standing in front of him, steeped? deep in your own mess, not trying to dress it up, but just raw in front of God, just open, open in front of God. Like here I am, I'm broken before you and I'm asking you to heal me. You know, so many of us go through life and we, we have heard this so many times. I'm going to try to get it together before I go to God. I'm I'm going to try to handle it before I go to God. And But God's not asking for perfection. He's not looking for you to dress up your sin or dress up or dress it up or even hide it. He's asking you to be raw in front of him. And that rawness, that openness allows him to come in and fill us with his perfect, unconditional 
love. Now, some of us can say that they have been raw with God, but another component that component that we miss is that we actually allow him to do it. Now, people can say, yes, I've said I've been raw. I've cried out. I've laid out in front of God. I've opened my heart. But then you don't allow God to do anything with that. You don't allow him to heal you. We say it with our mouths. And in that moment, that is our absolute truth. We want God to heal us. We cry it out. We want, and that's our truth. We believe it with our whole hearts. But when we leave that moment, when we wiped our tears and we've gotten up, when we leave that moment, as soon as something happens, well, we can choose to rest in God's love or we, or where we can even exercise God's loves, we find ourselves reverting back to old behaviors. We have to understand that God's not just going to zap us and then we're healed. Healing is a process. We have to be in that process every day, allowing God to purge us of everything that wants to keep us broken. And the purging process is uncomfortable. But once you allow God's love to work on you every day, then you will begin to see, then you'll be be able to view love as well as view people differently. And you'll you'll be eager to spread love without the baggage of how you're perceived by others. You just want to love just because and that's an amazing feeling I can tell you firsthand how amazing that is to be able to love people without boundaries without the boundaries that we set for ourselves and then without other people putting their boundaries on us just to love freely is an absolutely amazing thing and that's how God wants us to love unconditional he wants us to love each other unconditionally Now, we understand that it's important for God to heal us, to allow God to heal us with his love. It's very important. But like I said before, there's two two things that's needed. And the other thing we need to understand that it's important for God to heal us, but then we need to understand the why. Why do we need God to heal us? And the importance lies in the fact that we are God's mouthpiece, his arms, and his hands. As a believer of God, we are to represent him. We are his mouthpiece. We are his arm piece. We are his hands. In order for the world to receive God's love, it comes through us. We represent God. Now we have the perfect example of how to be that representative, which was Jesus. Jesus was the ultimate example of being God's mouthpiece and his arm piece here on earth. That was his purpose, to spread God's love to everyone, bridging the gap that we created so that we would no longer be separated from God. Therefore, having the opportunity to spend eternity with him. Before Jesus ascended and went back to sit on the right hand of God, he told us in John 14 and 12, Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will be They will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. We have been equipped with everything that we need to be who God has created us to be. And the most important thing is to remember about being God's creation is that we were created in love. That is our foundation of how we were created. The greatest commandment which God has given us can be found in Matthew 22, 36 through 40. And it says, teacher, which is the greatest commandment of the law? Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandments. And the second is like it. 
Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, all who say they love God should make these two scriptures the very blueprint of how we shape our walk here on earth. Now, some may say, how now? I've heard this question being asked also. How does God want us to love? And it's, he is an amazing guy. He laid it out. He He's given us scripture on how we are supposed to love. And that can be found in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. And it says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Now that description of love, the way that God designed every one of us to love is the absolute total opposite of what the love of what the world describes as love It's how the world portrays love is the absolute opposite of how God wants us to love. That is our blueprint word for word. First Corinthians 13, four through seven. That is how we're supposed to love each other. That is how we're supposed to love ourselves. And it's so amazing he provides us with everything that we need to be who cre- who he created us to be. And again, we were created in our love. That is what we're made of. That unconditional love right there. That description is how we were made. And again, how we're supposed to love each other. Now we have a better understanding of how we are to love coupled with the knowledge that we have been given the opportunity to do that, to do what Jesus did on earth and even greater. We have all that knowledge and we have the Holy Spirit to guide, to lead, to comfort and sustain us. There's absolutely no reason why we can't operate in it. The only reason we won't be able to operate in that love is if we get in our own way, as if we don't surrender, as if we don't take heed to the wisdom God's given us. And if we just continue to allow the world to engulf us in the negative aspects of love. If we continue to surrender to those aspects of love, we will never be able to live how God wants us to live. We'll never be able to experience this world the way God intended us to experience it if we continue down the path we've been on. If we if we want to get off this path, we have to surrender to God's love and have, we have to allow God's love to engulf us so that we can share it with other people. And again, the only way we can do that is if we allow God's love to heal us. We have to let down the walls of our own insecurities, letting down, letting go of our natural instincts and allowing God's supernatural love to fill us. And people of God, he wants to fill us with his love. We, again, just have to get out of the way. We have to allow him into our hearts. Everything that God wants for us is readily available. We ask for strength. We ask for joy. We ask for peace. We ask for love. And it's readily available for us, but we have to be open to receive it. We have to receive it for ourselves. So I pray that as you listen to this, that you allow God to saturate him, saturate you, excuse me, with his love and just allow God to come into your hearts and come into your minds and come into your atmosphere 
so that you can experience that freedom and love. There's absolutely no price you can put on actually being able to love and freedom, living in freedom. It just takes the blinders off. So I thank you for listening and I just encourage you all to re-listen to the podcast, get it, let it saturate into your hearts, um, people, and just, just allow God to minister to you. And uh, I thank you again. And I'm going to end with a prayer. Father God, we thank you for the word that you have given us on today. We thank you, God, for your unconditional love, for your grace, for your mercy, for you just raining down on us, God. You give us material blessing. Yes. And we thank you for that, God. But we especially thank you for calling us friend. You call us friend. You love us in spite of all of our flaws and in spite of all of our, uh, all of our negative things that we do. God, you still love us. You still see beyond all that to the person, to the people who you created, God. And that is amazing. Father, we thank you that we can have a relationship with you, dear God. We thank you that you allow us to be in your presence, that you allow us to grow as you move. You allow us to grow, God, in you and allow us to experience your your beautifulness, your your presence, your grace. It's just so amazing. And we just thank you for that, God. I just ask, Father, that you continue to guide us, guard our hearts, guard our mind, guard our thoughts, Heavenly Father, guard the words that come out of our mouths, Heavenly Father so that we can continue to live as you created us to live, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. So again, thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I, um, I'm i just excited that we can go on this journey together. And I'm excited that you've taken this time out to listen. God bless you all, and I love you all.